Loving this conversation before I even have it here at 651. It's taking a realistic look at something that we don't hear a lot about. We hear about getting tested for certain things, especially certain cancers early. Get that colonoscopy, get that mammogram, get get the, the, the pap smears and the lung cancer screenings. What we don't hear about is how we can afford some of those things, how our insurance comes into play or doesn't come into play. Well, Dr. Mark Fendrick is a general internal medicine physician by training, seeing patients at Michigan Medicine, but he also heads the Center for Value-Based Insurance Design. Uh, Dr. Fendrick, I am all ears. I've never even heard of this kind of work being done in uh, in a hospital situation and dealing with people with the reality that we don't talk about very much, that how can we prevent someone's ability to get early detection uh, it, how can we get get out of the problem of cost interfering with someone's ability to get that early detection of a possible cancer? Good morning, Dr. Fendrick. I, I salute you before I even talk to you. Great to be on, Paul. I really appreciate you having me. This is a really important issue. It is, and it's not talked about. Uh, obviously, it is at Michigan Medicine and the Center for Value-Based Insurance Design, but I never heard of it before. Uh, we know the cancer moonshot is back on. There's a lot of focus on discoveries, new medications, but we do need to talk about the reality and uh, and and how people can make sure they can actually afford those tests. Tell me more. Well, you know how hard it is to get people to go to their clinicians and do the necessary preventive services. The good news is the cancer screenings that you mentioned for breast colorectal, cervical, and lung, the first test uh, that patients may need to get screened is often covered 100%. That's the good news. But what happens if you're one of those unfortunate few when the free initial test is abnormal and then you need more scans or diagnostic tests to see if it's really cancer? And since the purpose for colon cancer, breast cancer, screening, cervical, and lung is to detect people early who might benefit from treatment, it's essential that they're able to go through the process to get all the way through uh, the screening continuum. And what we found is, even though not everyone goes to get the first screening test, that if your first one is abnormal, over 50% and sometimes up to 80% of people have to pay non-trivial amounts out of pocket to be able to go through that process to find out if they hopefully don't have cancer, but in the situations they do have cancer, could get adequate treatment. I, it's just uh, appalling to think this. I'm lucky enough to not at this point so far, thank God, knock on wood, or I guess it's probably for Micah, uh, to not worry about getting that first test and finding out I need follow-up tests and that there are actually people who don't get the follow-up tests because they can't afford them. Right. I've had people tell me uh, directly that you probably know that during the pandemic, many people have postponed uh, their necessary testing. And, and uh, for instance, for colon cancer, there's an option to get the first test at home. And uh, patients have told me that they won't get the free test at home because they've learned from their neighbors or other people that in the rare chance that the test is abnormal, that the follow-up colonoscopy has cost them a lot of money, in some cases over $1,000 out of pocket. So we, among many, many other advocates, have been working very hard to implement policies 
to make sure that this doesn't happen. And I'm really happy to report that the uh, Biden administration recently announced a few weeks ago that starting this spring, all health plans in the commercial space, not Medicare, if your stool test is positive for colon cancer, your insurance company has to cover your colonoscopy at 100%. So that's a great relief for one of those four cancers, but there's still a lot of work to do for us to make sure this happens for the other cancers to make sure that there are people who don't miss out on an opportunity to really benefit from medical therapy because they can't afford what you and I would deem to be essential medical care, Paul. Dr. Mark Fendrick with us, general internal medicine physician by training, seeing patients at Michigan Medicine, also heads up the Center for Value-Based Insurance Design. This time of year, early in the year like this, we all have to deal, too, with our high deductible uh, on our health insurance. I just called for some uh, prescriptions yesterday, and it was hundreds of dollars more. And I said, what happened? They said, well, it's the beginning of the year. You haven't uh, maintained or hit your deductible yet. I went, oh, my, this is ridiculous. So there's all kinds of things people need to do and need to know. How do they reach you at the Center for Value-Based Insurance Design? You could go online and see, uh, just Google Value-Based Insurance Design or uh, visit our website at VBID for Value-Based Insurance Design, vbidcenter.org. When the, the year changes, most of us are pretty excited with our resolutions, but there are so many Americans who have these high deductibles in their insurance plan, sometimes, as you said, in the thousands of dollars. Since the Federal Reserve told us that 40% of Americans don't have $400 in the bank, Mm. it has concerned me for years uh, that people won't be able to get the care they need, particularly in the earliest part of the calendar year. Doctor, I appreciate your work. I hope people will reach out to you. Thank you so much. Dr. Mark Fendrick, Michigan Medicine and the Center for Value-Based Insurance Design. As we continue helping you on the Paul W. Smith Show.